Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Bill Jackson is back with the Lakers. And while it makes some sense on the surface level, it does lead to some awkward questions about the diversity uh, that is not there with the Lakers currently. Now look, if you as a team governor have access to somebody with the wealth of knowledge that Phil Jackson does about the NBA, then yeah, you probably want to, whenever possible, you know, ask him what he thinks about certain things or whatever. The only thing there is you have to diversify that input with the input of people who have been relevant in the NBA for the last, like, I don't know, decade? Phil left the Lakers as a coach uh, in 2011, and then he uh, left the New York Knicks in 2017 after a disastrous run as team president out there. Uh, So uh, basically, Phil hasn't seen any real success in the NBA in, again, more than a decade, and and, really the other person that Jeannie is obviously leaning on heavily here is Kurt Rambis, and his resume basically matches <laughs> Phil Jackson's, um, except you know minus all of the rings as a head coach because you know Kurt Rambis was a disastrous head coach. So if you're going to get some cons- consultation from somebody like Phil Jackson, yeah, that makes sense on the surface level, uh, but. If you look a little closer at what the Lakers or how the Lakers are operating right now, it points to a pretty alarming lack of diversity in the at the very top of the organization. Now, before you guys freak out, I am not saying that Jeannie Buss is racist. Nothing, nothing at all would indicate that she has any racist tendencies in her past at all hell the first thing she did when she took over the lakers was hire magic johnson right to the highest uh position in 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 terms of basketball decisions in the in the lakers organization so i am not saying that genie bus in any way shape or form can be called a racist <laughs> just be absolutely clear that is not at all my intent here however There are some gray areas here that somebody's actions can lead to. And so we got to talk about those. We see this all the time in business. This is why uh, so many businesses have to go out of their way to, you know, kind of force organizations and people in leadership to follow uh, racially conscious and culturally conscious uh, hiring practices, right? Um, But when you have somebody at the top of the organization who is basically only hiring people that they feel comfortable with, then that leads to favoritism based on that person's experiences. So right now, especially once Magic Johnson leaves, uh, right now the Lakers' leadership is Jeannie, okay, white, wealthy person, uh, Linda Rambis, white wealthy person uh kurt rambis oh another white wealthy person oh now phil jackson ah yeah Mm, white wealthy person and rob palinka 
ah, another rich white dude. Don't worry, though. The assistant general manager is, ah, wait, that's, <laughs> that's Jesse Buss. Well, surely, if you go down the organizational chart, and especially with maybe at least the team's uh, G League team, you would see the leadership there. Nope, no, nope, that's, that's Joey Buss. That is the uh, co-owner and team president of the South Bay Lakers. Oh, also, by the way, Joey and Jesse had the scouting department, which means that that is yet another seat filled by a white, wealthy person. And again, I'm not, just be absolutely clear here, I am not saying that Jeannie has done all of this intentionally because she thinks that white people are superior. I don't think that's the case at all. What happens, though, again, when you have somebody who is operating unilaterally and operating with the key priority here being people that she is comfortable with or people that she trusts, it leads you down this path where, especially in an organization that is so bare bones as the Lakers are, it leads you to a situation where you do run into this kind of organizational monotony. We do have to take into account, right, that the Lakers are working hand-in-hand with Clutch. However, we are kind of seeing some positional, uh, some, some positional battles between the Lakers and Clutch as both parties kind of fight for organizational power here. Uh, but LeBron does hold more power within the Lakers than basically any player in professional sport. Right. So we do have to point that out. Anthony Davis also has a seat at the table, as often referenced by Rob Palenka. Rich Paul is somebody who uh, constantly um, is in contact with Rob Palenka and the rest of the Lakers organization as they try to figure out their next step. So it's not like it's not like it is just that. Right. But in terms of if official positions within the Lakers, uh, it is very rich white dude heavy and before everybody gets all hot and bothered because i know talking about race is not the kind of thing that people like hearing about it's just about diversity of opinions diversity of backgrounds diversity of of experiences that's why so many organizations immediately run better as soon as they start valuing diverse backgrounds in their hiring practices like this is just this is a a as, as much as people want to call me woke and all of that stuff, and you can do that if you want, at the end of the day, once you add other voices and opinions into rooms, you run into a diverse grouping of ideas and approaches to issues that allow for, you know, fewer blind spots. And if, you know, Rob, if, if, if Rob Palenka and Kurt Rambis and Phil Jackson and Jeannie Buss and Linda Rambis all see the sport and how they should put a roster together in much of the same way because they have such similar backgrounds um, in the sport, then they are going to continue to make the same mistakes. And if you introduce somebody there who has a different kind of background and, and approaches solutions in different ways, then that means there is productive conversation to be had there. And Oh, wouldn't you know it, you don't run into some of the organizational issues that the Lakers have run into basically since Dr. Buss passed away. 
The question here becomes, how do the Lakers move forward? And based on every report and everything that I hear coming out of the Lakers, it doesn't seem like any kind of shift in the organization's approach at the very top is changing anytime soon, uh, at least not until the end of this coming season. And, and in that case, if the Lakers once again fall short of expectations, Rob Palenka's seat gets hot and we see how Genie Bus fills those shoes. Uh, but for now, that lack of diversity is probably not going to get addressed. And, you know, we're just kind of left here waiting for things to get bad enough for the Lakers to really rethink, and Jeannie specifically, to really rethink her approach to running the organization. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Make sure you guys check out the Taco Tuesday guys who dive a little deeper into what Phil Jackson might be bringing to the table here. Um, they also go into some of the details surrounding the Lakers' potential interest in Quinn Snyder and how, to this point, that interest seems to be kind of one-sided. Um, and then also they get into what Darvin Ham might offer as the Lakers get ready to interview him. Um, until tomorrow when uh, Raj and Sabrina give their thoughts on all of the everything that's going on around the Lakers, and until I talk to you all tomorrow... I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.